This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDowell, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, beer brewers. What's up today? <laughs> hey, what's up for us? Yeah. It's getting hot here in uh, California. Hot. Yeah. Absolutely hot. Yeah. So fun. Like Africa hot. Yeah. Tarzan could have stand this kind of hot. Well, he didn't wear much. We yeah. have to wear clothes now. <laughs> I, uh, I'll tell you what's hot. What? I uh, <laughs> went to Japan for two weeks. Oh, that's right. You were after out. After the uh, Homer's Conference. That's yeah. right. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it was quite nice. How's your I, beer traveling? I took uh, my uh, eldest daughter with me and oh, uh, we went. And there, for was, her. there was uh, the first week was all beer stuff. We did the American craft beer experience in Tokyo and then Osaka. Experience, huh? And they had um, Stone was there, Sierra Nevada, New Belgium, Victory. I, I got to hang out with Bill from Victory uh, oh, uh-huh. a fair amount because we share a distributor. Oh, nice. We went to a lot of events together. So I see you were head to I had really not had a chance to hang out with him before and actually found him quite interesting and, and clever and a uh, nice guy. Nice. Well, the more you're out, the more you meet. There you are. And then uh, yeah, we did that. And then uh, we went to, from we spent a few days in Osaka, then went to Kyoto for a few days, and well, back to Tokyo for a few days. And how uh, many of your uh, brands were uh, served there? Uh,. They pretty much do everything, really? although, you know, mainly it's Twin and Cousin and uh, Chocolate Hazelnut and um, Grave. And um, uh, they did the Petit Rouge and Grammarie. Uh, they do it all. And I'll tell you, the quality was excellent. Our distributor really Oh, got there in good shape. It. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Well, and let me tell you a story. All right, so. Make it quick. There's a show. <laughs> oh, it's your show. Forget <laughs> right. it. Go ahead. Hey, hey. People love these stories. These stories hey. are beloved. Yeah. Beloved, I'm telling you. We should you. send a survey out. What do you like best, the story or the show? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So okay. So uh, we're going around these accounts, and uh, now I can't even remember the guy's name. I can't even remember the name of his bar. Um, gosh. I, I should have I prepped. I should have taken notes, written some stuff down. But uh, we go to this one uh, place uh, in uh, Tokyo. And um, back back in the day, like in 1999 or 1998 90, and 99, mm-hmm. this guy in Japan wins Homebrewer of the Year in the AHA National Homebrew Competition. And he's brewing in a tiny little house and making like one gallon at a time and wins Homebrewer of the Year with a coconut porter. And this is like the start of coconut porter. I and mean, people weren't doing this sort of thing before that. No, that's a long time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I read about that in Zymergy magazine probably in like 2000 or so. And I remember it kind of like struck a chord with me. It's like, oh, cool. You can put like these food flavors in into the beer. beers yeah. and, you know, develop these things. And I was like, okay, well, you could do these other things. And, I, and this is kind of the genesis of the chocolate hazelnut porter. Oh, really? So I'm at this guy's beer bar. He's got the Home Brewer of the Year trophy nice. up on the wall. Nice. <laughs> and he's serving chocolate hazelnut porter. Really? And 
it's so cool to see what he what he started to talk to a guy yeah. that was really my inspiration so long ago, and yeah. now it is a long you know, time it's kind of kind of come round to where. I probably would never have chocolate no. hazelnut porter if it wasn't for him with his coconut yeah, porter. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have tried it without right, knowing right. that it, it could work. He's like your Mr. Miyagi. He's my Mr. Miyagi, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. He did say wax on and wax off a couple of times. <laughs> but he was talking about what something a thrill. He was talking about something else. Yeah. But uh, super nice guy. Uh, and uh, I, w- I just thought it was so neat to see how, you know, it, it's such a small world for one. And the world of homebrewing, I mean, you know, the world's small and the world of homebrewing is even smaller. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for the AHA and the Zymergy magazine, I wouldn't have seen no. that. You no. know, sharing that information, no. encouraging people to enter, you know, from around the world, sure. uh, you know, got <laughs> me that piece of information and, you know, Created something that uh, you know I had great yeah. success with, and now we have great success w- with uh, at Heretic uh, with the chocolate hazelnut porter. And so, you know, it, yeah, it's several it, degrees of separation, right. but because you paid attention at the right times, well, you made the linkage, you and, linked and, them up. You know, I, that's why I, I'm a you know, lifetime member of the AHA. Well, there's good information think, in know, there for sure. You know, having just gone to the conference before that. Um, uh. Again, I think it's just a wonderful thing. You know, the the AHA does. Uh, and, and being a member, I think, is, is a, it's a priceless thing to me that has given me yeah. back so much more than any of the dues I've paid mm-hmm. for a membership. Yeah, it's the best yeah. membership I've got, ever yeah. had. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's one thing I would encourage everybody to uh, have an AHA membership. Yep, you can do it by clicking a link on our homepage, too. And big and AHA Justin, logo. Justin gets nine cents. That's right. Every one of those. So. Yeah. But that nine cents really adds up. I think our, right. we got like uh, $10 worth or $9. Last worth. quarter was real big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I would encourage everybody to become an AHA member. Absolutely. And that's, I'm telling you, that just, it made my whole year. No, that's, a, that that's, that's really good to tie yeah. it all together like that. That's yeah. very cool. It's like, wow, yeah. the world the world is pretty small. Yeah. 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 And how is his how is his beer bar? <clears throat> oh, it's great. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of the most popular places. It's packed. You cannot find, uh, you know, you wedge yourself in. Wow. So, so who's uh, drinking your double IPA and your uh, and your imperial red? Uh, expatriates or, or Japanese people? Or Japanese people like they just love that shit. Huh? Uh, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. All sorts of people. It is a respected brand in Japan. Oh, is it? Is. Oh, and they love the tattoo. They absolutely. They love saw your tattoo different. and go like. So in Japan. You don't, the, the, you don't godlike do, status because you, yeah, you, don't you have do, the symbol of the god. Right, you don't yeah. do, you don't do tattoos in Japan. No, yes, mm-hmm. and so I mean it's considered kind of a you know a skeezy thing. It's for the yakuza, well, hey, right? The better they find out sooner than find out sooner than later. You know. Right, wow. and yeah. so and so they see this and they're just like, man, is that real? <laughs> is that real? Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. and they you know they're people like, people are like, can I touch it? <laughs> wow, like, well, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, that. oh my god! Can I have a photo with it? Oh, sure. Yeah, you know? cool. So I was wondering why your face wasn't in any of the photos I saw on Facebook. Right, right. This is your arm. It just looked like my arm. Yeah, you had the, the symbol of the demon there on your <laughs> right, arm. Right. Yeah. No, uh, we need wow. to worship you. Uh, yeah, it was it was very cool. No, people were very nice, and uh, the beer was great, and they got a great uh, uh, beer scene going on. There's mm-hmm. a lot of small breweries starting nice. up, and. Nice. Uh, it was just fantastic. I, I cannot uh, I cannot tell you how how great it was to to spend a couple of weeks in Japan. That sounds fun. Yeah. 
Going back again, Palmer. Palmer's coming with me. Oh yeah. Next time we're gonna go to Singapore in 2016, August of 2016. You're not allowed then... to do the things that you and John <laughs> like to do in Singapore. I thought, like, you can't. <laughs> you have to. Be, yeah, you can't spit. You can't bring porno, porno, pornographic magazines in with you. You can't do anything. <laughs> well, John and I find a way. Uh, but uh, you know, you have to go back through, uh, you know, like South Korea and Japan and. Uh, we'll probably swing Make through a Japan stop again. There. Oh sure. yeah, oh yeah. Nice. I know, I know John is is excited. That sounds fun. One of them are going to get caned. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I mean. Yeah, they don't just arrest you there. You get caned. Yeah, you you're going to see your bottom. Jimmo likes that though, so I feel <laughs> oh, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you, that's one of the things I really liked in the uh, in Japan was the uh, the toilet seats with the uh, the sprayers and the <laughs> seat warmers and the. <laughs> Dryers and deodorants and all that stuff. Wow. Oh, it's fantastic. It's like going through a car wash. Oh, golly, absolutely. Now, and I'll tell you. You can get the scent, like the car let's, wash. Let's, <laughs> Would you like ma- new car scent? It, it, ma- it makes perfect new sense. Yeah. Let's say you drive your car through a mud puddle and you got a bunch of mud on the undercarriage, right? Yeah. yeah. Would you Would you grab some newspaper and... And try and wipe the mud no, from just underneath spread the it all over the place. You are disgusting. It's a bigger mess. No, no, no. You're making a good... I wouldn't. You, you no. grab a hose yeah. and spray it off, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you, it works about the same. <laughs> There's nothing more disgusting than grabbing a, a handful of paper yeah, and it's... smearing poo around. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think now i got a mess to clean up. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Uh, and, you know, and the more you wipe, the further it goes. Oh, yeah. Jeez, been there, if, done that. If sure. you've been through a particularly muddy experience... Yeah. Yeah. You know, off-road. it's very, yeah, oh, you're, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're going off-road. It's very difficult to, to fully clean it up without some, some water. Yeah. You guys just you know, created yeah. a saying. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I just went off-road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's totally went off-road. Wow, look at your shorts. It looks like you went off-road. Uh, so, yeah. uh, no, you get this thing, you press the button right right there and uh really? you, you know, the, adjust a little they, bit like ooh, oh they, they they've got one oh they got yeah. temperature of the water the strength of the water so i've they always got, had a they question got one that points right at mr brown there's one for for the women which just hits you in the nutsack so you don't want to use that one unless your nutsacks are dirty if you had a particularly You've been really off-roading uh yeah you're particularly explosive off-road experience <laughs> yeah you, you may need to wash the sack with the other <laughs> up almost to it yeah for sure the question i've always had is i i do get the concept of applying uh-huh. water and, and washing yes. but i've always felt like there would still be more uh, residue on my undercarriage so like do you also wipe or there's enough there's enough pressure oh, that everything oh, is taken you, care you of you crank these things up like a fire hose okay and you know you, you could like you feel your body filling up with water. Your butthole is basically being power washed. You got to like pinch a little bit, no, otherwise you, you're going to drown. Yeah, yeah, right. I see. Or you start gurgling. Because yeah. okay. that's the part I was always worried about. I pressure down. Felt like the job would be unfinished. No, no, no. And it's, you know, you, you wiggle around a little bit, you know, and make sure you, you completely cleaned it out. But I'll tell you, there is nothing finer than that stream tickling Mr. Brown. I'm telling you, it is, it's a sweet feeling. They were like, wow, Jamil really so, spends a lot of time in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Brown. I've got my squatty potty. Now, when I got home... They actually sell these toilets. I see people at the airport. They're like, you know, checking these yeah. toilet seats as baggage. Wow. Oh, wow. And uh, I, I, you know, I'm like, hey, I should have done that. Because, you know, you look at them. They got them on Amazon Prime, but they're like $1,000. Wow. I'm actually in- currently looking them up right now. <laughs> Instead, they actually have these little uh, 
add-on bidet things that that spray that just kind of bolt underneath. And uh, I got one. Oh, you did? And oh, it's great. It's not as good as the Japanese toilet seat, but, but that's pretty fine. I'm getting a nice... My butt has never been this clean. I'm telling you. And uh, my tip for the listeners is... Uh, there's a men's spray and there's a women's spray. And almost all of them are women's spray. They call them bidet spray, right? You need one that kind of angles up a little bit shorter right. and, you know, hits the, uh, you know, the, the common area for yeah, men and women. The, the taint, yeah. What is the symbol on the, on the toilet that uh, delineates, uh, differentiates between? They got, they got like a pair of buttocks with like a single, you know, line going in. Then they get a pair of buttocks with like, a, you know, like a shower. Oh, type I see. Of thing on the Japanese toilet seats. Interesting. Yes, I might want. They're only two hundred and forty-five dollars. Okay. Well, for the, the add-on or for grade. the no, the add-on for the whole toilet. There's if if you can, this one is can, made by Toshiba. If mm. you can live with the one that just washes your nutsack, you get that for like twenty-five bucks. Okay, I got the one. I think it was like forty-five bucks, and it's got the women's one and the men's one, and mm. you can hook up hot and cold water. Wow. And uh, oh, it's fantastic. Have you gotten Liz on board with Does the? Does it have uh, a, re- a she remote on the side? To, uh, no. No remote on this oh, one. This one has a remote on the side. <laughs> yeah, if you need the remote, I'm just saying I'm already <laughs> there. Yeah, what's with the remote? So your can, friends can do it for you. Right. Auto deodorizing. <laughs> yes, oh, there you go. Yeah, they got a deodorizing thing. They uh, got to wear. A, you can draw. If you have, if I had power, I probably would have gone with a thousand dollar toilet seat with the power, mm. and you know, done the whole the whole thing. Yeah, but, it seems worth it. Oh, I tell you, that is fantastic. And all you do after you wash. You grab a little bit of toilet paper, you just pat yourself dry. Right. That's it. Comes up perfectly clean. See, that's why I always have to check, so I want to know yeah, that right. the job well, is done. Sometimes you can do you're, is you're, check. you're wiping, you're yeah. wiping, you're wiping, the, the toilet bowl is overflowing <laughs> with toilet paper. Yeah. And then, you know, the whole thing won't flush. And yeah. It'll pay for itself in toilet paper savings. It's, yeah, I was going to say, it saved trees and yeah, toilet yeah. paper, everything. And if you get one with, the, like, the blow dryer, yeah, and no toilet paper whatsoever. Wow. You stop buying toilet paper. I might go on Amazon tonight. I'm telling you, it's it's. You it's can buy a refurbished one for 198 dollars. Okay, that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't no, no, buy. No. This is one of the. You know, there are things you can buy refurbished. <laughs> I will tell you this: in the in the airport in Tokyo, they've got the stalls. They get the stalls with like nothing, just like an American toilet seat. And then they've ever so often they'll mix in one of these these nice ones. Every restaurant has one of these nice ones with oh. all the spray and all that. I went right for that, and I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Because, you know, that whole valve, everything keeps it clean. Okay. Keeps it clean. I'm telling you. Well, if anyone else wants to get one, click the Amazon link on our homepage before you shop. Because (laughs) you get a little piece of that action, too. (laughs) That action when you buy your your cleaning toilet seat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, more from Jamel's uh, toilet hour. Uh, Never get enough of that information. (laughs) Right. Well, tonight we're talking about uh, Irish uh, red ale. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, BJCP, uh, BJCP category 9D, Irish red ale. Um, I got us some good samples today, so I'm excited to share those with you guys. A little bit about the style, um, some of the vitals here. It's uh, OG. It's between 1044 and 1060. Uh, IBUs um, between 17 and 28. Uh, by the way, final gravity, uh, down at like 1010, 1014 is the range there. Of SR, an SRM between 9 and 18, and uh, an ABV between 4 and 6% there. Low to moderate malt aroma. 
which kind of surprised me. I thought that would be kind of a moderate to high, but low to moderate malt aroma, general caramel-like, but occasionally toasty or toffee-like also. Um, May have a little buttery character, uh, although it's not required. I'll be interested to taste uh, to taste that in the beers later and see what you think, Jamil. Uh, hop aroma is low uh, to none, actually. Usually not present, so pretty clean. Uh, amber to deep reddish copper color. Um, again, in flavor, moderate caramel malt and sweetness, occasionally with a buttered toast or toffee-like quality. Uh, finishes with a light taste of roasted grain, uh, which lends a characteristic of dryness. Uh, generally no flavor hops, although some examples uh, may have a light English hop flavor. So medium to low hop bitterness there also, and a light use of roasted grains. Mouthfeel, medium to light, medium body. Um, again, mentioning that so, although some examples contain low levels of diacetyl, uh, may also have a slightly slick mouthfeel. Moderate carbonation, smooth, and uh, moderately attenuated. More so than Scottish ales, by the way. So it should be kind of an easy-drinking pint, pint uh, malt-focused uh, with an initial sweetness and uh, roasted dryness in the finish. Um, can also, here's an interesting one, and I think that maybe one of the examples I have is this, can also be brewed as a lager. Mm-hmm. So not oh, just never heard that. Yeah, not just always an Irish red ale, but it could be a lager. So I'll be interested to hear you talk about that, Jamil. And I'll double-check, but I think one of the examples I have is a lager. Right. You know, and uh, the whole thing about lager yeast and ale yeast in, in a lot of these... Uh, styles like um you know if you look at uh, baltic porter or something like that a lot of them made with lager yeast it's that you know there's breweries around the world what what they need to make is lager and uh, uh, some of the uh, the guinness uh, foreign uh you know they were the, what i've heard is it's a lager brewery on a caribbean island and then they brew a lager and then guinness sends them this stuff that they add which is Makes it into the foreign. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Or, you know, or they're brewing it with lager yeast. And um, so same thing on uh, on the Irish ale as well. And, you know, it's generally, a, 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 like you're saying, a clean, easy-drinking pint. I think there is some, some relationship to Scottish ales in that, um, you know, very similar kind of grists, but, uh, you know, more attenuated, a little drier, a little cleaner. Um, uh, and... Uh, you know, just just kind of your average pint. Um, it's it hasn't been a real popular style. I think uh, you know the Americanized version is Irish red with a little bit more hops. You know, then probably not using American an Irish amber. Probably using an American yeast as well. A lot of right. times in the mm-hmm. American uh, versions. Well, a lot of people will will brew this with uh, an Irish ale yeast, which um, yeah, that's all right. Or a, you know, some but sort of stout gives it a lot of flavor. Like I think that. that's the big difference. Is the, right, the right. But these, you know, most of these uh, commercial examples are quite clean. Um, not a lot of uh, ale character really okay. to them. All right. So, uh, yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, here we got some great examples. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, uh, we'll be tasting some beers and talk about them. We'll be back right after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge. 
knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's No Beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerone's are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone's are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? <laughs> Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online, plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org a few things happened 30 years ago arfanet migrated to tcpip and the internet was born revenge of the jedi was renamed return of the jedi and opened in theaters mila kunis and emily blunt were born beginning a fantasy in my mind but all of that pales next to the fact that hop tech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tons hop tech doesn't fuck around real people shipping awesome shit straight to you their new website is fast and easy to navigate or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch jade and the gadget guy roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you so visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at HopTech.com.
Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature march pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20 gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your Brew Easy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman kettle cart. The Brew Easy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your Brew Easy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new Brew Easy all grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new Brew Easy. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're tasting uh, Irish Red Ales tonight. Uh, I think Justin actually did uh, quite a good job of... Uh, They're all right procuring, in the category as far as I'm concerned. Procuring some beers. Yeah, all right. Any, can't throw any of those out. I like doing menial jobs again. I feel like it's more in my wheelhouse. <laughs> There's nothing more menial than working on this show. Really? <laughs> and shopping for beer for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I did some searching around, uh, you know, can shout out to some, uh, just some resources, but I used a beer advocate here who uh, will list, you know, tons of beers from all over the place, kind mm-hmm. of under every style. Uh, I think we might find out that they're not always completely accurate, but in the Irish red category, they certainly were. Um, uh, you want me to just tell you what beers we got here so that we can, uh, you know, uh, know? We've got uh, Smithwick's uh, <clears throat> Premium Irish Ale. Uh, which is a category uh, listee. We've yep. got uh, Murphy's Red uh, Ale, which is uh, possibly made with lager yeast. And then we've got Moylan's Danny's uh, Irish-style red ale. Yeah, the uh, Moylan's which... the only one not listed in the BJCP, but was listed really high in the Beer Advocate list. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Beer Advocate list, I think, you know, it's interesting because it covers, you know, a much broader interpretation of what styles are. And so I think at times people will nominate them or list them as, you know, they're they're entering a new beer and they list them as something that they think it is based on the label or yeah. based on something they heard from a friend. And it's not that close. So every once in a while there's a clunker in there, but, you know, it's, it's it gives, just more like a broader interpretation. It's nice. It gives because, the number of ratings. That's nice. You can see it's been rated yeah. a thousand times mm-hmm. as an Irish ale and most of them are like 50 or 60. You can right. figure that's pretty much an Irish river. Well, and there's a lot of people that, you know, do beer advocate that really, you know, they don't know necessarily know styles. So that's they're fine. That's, following yeah. Along. yeah, that's fine. Never, yeah. Not everybody needs to know that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but it's, it's a nice resource because when you are looking for something like Irish red ale and you can't find any, um, you know, here you've got a much, uh, you know, longer list of, of stuff to look for. And sometimes if you don't always buy a certain beer style, you forget that some of your local places even make it. Right. So I was really happy to remember that Moylan's makes mm-hmm. this Danny's Irish Red mm-hmm. based on that beer advocate list. Okay. Um, and then just a quick thank you to Arnie over at Marin Brewing Company because he actually called over to Moylan's, got it delivered to Marin for me so that I could, because I was picking up some other beer too, and he really made it happen so I could get So that's a brewery fresh uh, example there too. Arnie, Arnie is a good guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's start with Taylor. 
who was sitting in the background uh, getting a chance to uh, learn how to do menial labor uh, here in the studio. Uh, always the best for for what we need is the more menial uh, the labor, the better. <laughs> well, what the audience doesn't know is that uh, board operators keep quitting on Jamil. And so Taylor hey, is just the next in a huff. Just the next in a long line of boy toys for uh, Jamil. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's uh, right. Uh, Taylor works for us here at the Hot Grenade and has a background in audio, so I'm really excited that he's interested in helping us out. So we're training him to do the show today. And then we're just throwing him uh, in under the, the fire, yeah. under the bus and in the fire, because uh, we also made him taste beer. Now he's well, gotta... I'm, I'm thinking now that I have the, uh, the, the actual toilet jet thing itself. Yeah. Uh, the board ops won't quit because they won't have to help me in the bathroom. Well. <laughs> that might be. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah. You know. I, I'm gl- I hadn't told Taylor about that part, right. so I'm, he's probably happy it's, to hear. It's yeah, best to keep, it, keep it towards the end. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Taylor, in your expert opinion, uh, comment on these beers. Tell us which uh, – rank them one, two, three – uh, based on style and quality uh, as an Irish red ale? Um, I would definitely, I think, rate the, what is this one, Danny's? Yeah, the Danny's. Irish style. Mm-hmm. I'd name that number one. First uh-huh. Okay. Um, For what reasons? The peat alone. I'm getting really, um, yeah, there's just an overwhelming... Smell and taste of, um, I, would that be peat? I mean, mm, I don't know. No. But typically not. But you're liking the malt yeah. is what you're liking. Malt yeah. character. Yeah, it's got more malt. The malt yeah. Char- yeah, the character mm-hmm. of that is really, mm-hmm. uh, it stands out more so than mm-hmm. uh, the other two. And by yeah, the way, you can like them the just because you like them, too. Yeah. I do that right. half the time. That's pretty <laughs> much knowing that's, why. That's what I'm doing right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This uh, one is definitely my number one. Okay. Um, okay. The carbonation on this one seems That's the Smithwicks? Weird, yeah. Me. Not weird, just different from the other two. Okay. That's something that jumped out at me. All right. Mm-hmm. So what'd you rank that? Two or three? Um, Definitely three. Your third favorite. So yep. Murphy's Red is your second yep. favorite. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, you want me to go? Yes, hey, Justin? Taylor, when Jamil agrees with you, he'll go, hmm. <laughs> when he disagrees with you, <laughs> he's going to go, hmm. <laughs> so yeah remember that so tone just, inflection so, right, right. so just keep going no matter what it is just keep going doesn't matter what it yeah is. always keep going um all right so i'm pretty much with taylor on this one the huh. <laughs> <laughs> so the smithwicks is the darkest of the bunch by the way and and not just it's the brownest so less of a of a red color, but more of a brown, but it's a dark red. Also, I felt like it's the one showing its age the most. Um, maybe that was around on the shelf longer than the others. I did expect that maybe the Smithwicks and the Murphys would show their age, but I'm really pleased with the Murphys. Uh, so Murphys is my number two, and I'm I'm really happy with the flavor there. Um, the, what the Smithwicks has, they're, they're both kind of the same to me on a sweetness level, which I think seems to be... A, on par with the style description, uh, which doesn't surprise me. The Smithwicks is getting some of that basement characteristic that I mentioned sometimes in uh, older beers. And also cola. Like I picked up a cola flavor in the Smithwicks. The Murphy's is a really clean version. It's more like the uncola. 
Uh, I'm not getting uh, any of those co- sort of age characteristics. No basement, no uh, no cola. There is a nice sweetness there that sounds like it's supposed to be there. I don't pick up diacetyl in that one, um, which the style doesn't say has to be there. God, I actually might switch this around because now that I'm describing it, that one, the the Murphy's is more like the style that I just read. It seems to be a better description. Now, the Moylan's, I enjoyed drinking more. Uh, it had a lot more flavor to it, a little bit of perfume, both in the, um, I don't know how else to describe it, but really kind of a flowery, perfumey aroma and a flavor. Um, it's also the only one I did really detect diacetyl in. And I detected it first only because the description mentioned it, that it might taste slick on the palate. So I didn't necessarily taste butter, which lets me, which leads me to believe that it's in really low amounts like it's supposed to be there. But it's the only one that had a slick mouthfeel, and I, so I thought maybe that's the diacetyl that the, uh, the BJCP guideline was talking about. Huh. So, <laughs> all right, so that one's my favorite one to drink, mm-hmm. but I guess since we're going for style here... Murphy's is my number one. It's the it's the most Irish red. Then I'm going to go to Moylan's, and then I guess just because it's showing its age, the Smithwicks after that. All right, all right. Tasty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm like I'm like deciding whether I want to talk about what I like or, or what I think is in style. Uh, Tell yeah, us both. I guess I will have to go for like two swipes at this. Uh, the uh, well, if you had a sprayer, you wouldn't need two I, swipes. No swipes at all. No, no, no. And the blower. Yeah. Pat, uh, Pat dry. The Smithwicks. Uh, I do sense that it's got some age, and I'm <laughs> I'm one of those guys that's stuck in the. Well, that's a classic example because all we ever get is old <laughs> right, ones yeah. from from Ireland, right? Yeah. And they, they have age on them, so old, fresh beer is never the right, beer, the yeah. best one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I may be caught in that trap. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I do get a little bit of uh, of uh, butter in that one, just a very slight amount. Uh, but it, is, it definitely has the butter character. The uh, Moylan's, on the other hand, I think it, it also has a slight butter character, but it comes across more as toffee, I think, to me. It's hmm. more of a... Even in the aroma, mm-hmm. more of that. Uh, the Murphy's is, is probably is, you know the most uh, understated of the, of the three beers. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know if that may put it squarely in style, you know, like, but I, when I think of, a, of an Irish red, I think of something that's definitely has a, a, uh, a, uh, noticeable, uh, malt backbone, mm-hmm. which I'm, you know, going to base my, uh, my preference on that. Uh, I like the Moylan's first, the, uh, Smithwick second, you know, adjusting for its age or huh. parent age. And then I'll take the, uh, Murphy's last. It's just not much uh, malt character for me. Interesting. Interesting. All right. I didn't get it. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> I will tell you what I think right after this. Introducing Clarity Firm from White Labs, an amazing tool for pro brewers and home brewers. Clarity Firm is an endoprotease that will reduce chill haze and increase the stability of your beer and produces gluten-reduced beer. Clarity Firm is easy to use. Just add it when you pitch your yeast, and Clarity Firm will do its work during fermentation. When fermentation is complete, chill haze will already have been addressed. 
In addition, reduce the gluten content in beers made with barley and wheat with Clarity Firm. Most beers made with Clarity Firm will test below 20 parts per million, the current international standard for gluten-free. Better looking and more stable beer with the added benefit of reduced gluten so you can pour your beer for more friends and customers. Why wouldn't you use Clarity Firm? Clarity Firm from White Labs. The reasons are crystal clear. Learn more at whitelabs.com. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer your brewing water can be a mystery. If it's good enough to drink, it's good enough to brew with, right? We all know to perfect certain styles of beer, proper water chemistry is vital. But running water tests can be complicated and expensive, but not anymore. Industrial Test Systems is proud to introduce the new Smart Brew Water Testing Kits, incorporating the exact iDip Smart Photometer System. The only photometer on the market that harnesses the power of the smartphone and runs water tests without you doing a pile of calculations. The iDip features two-way Bluetooth communication with the brain of the system, which is its own multilingual app. This allows limitless possibilities, including lab accuracy, free upgrades, test customization, over 35 available, mobile sharing, and more. You can keep a detailed history of your results. Email your water report to other brewers or share it on social media. Visit smartbrewkit.com now and learn more about the iDip photometer and all the tests it can do for you. Back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. I gave us uh, lots of thought, long and hard. Mm-hmm. Delved into my uh, exceptional knowledge of this style. <laughs> of this style. 
brewing beer quality. Uh, and I was shocked, as uh, as usual, to agree with you. Oh yeah, and you're yeah. So, so I'm two I, for three. I, I think I, I, you know, this is the thing that worries me. <laughs> I'm thinking either Justin knows far more than I give him credit for, or maybe I just don't know as much as I think. Or your your like your pal is fading after all these years. Right? Yeah. I'm just like, well, now you know, I can, any crackhead could could do this. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I would, I would, I would say that the Smithwicks uh, is definitely showing quite a bit of age. I was informed by the chat room that the W is generally not pronounced. Yes, that's what I thought I too. Smithwicks. He Smithics. says Smithwicks, but I am in America. America. I don't know if you know where this this show comes from, but it's America. <laughs> in America, we use our Ws. <laughs> right. All right. You got a greatest president in the world, W. <laughs> So why not use the W in, in Smithy? Wow. I never thought I'd hear that come out of your mouth. <laughs> uh. So the Smithics. Yeah. Or the Smithwicks. Right. When well, you're using the W. Um, stale. Yeah. All you people in the chat, that's stale. That mm. uh, is uh, showing its age, unfortunately. Yeah. Is the There's color part of that beer? too? I think, I think, well, I think, uh, you know, the color is uh, probably a, a tad darker than I've seen it in the past. Um, so I'm wondering if that is a, a bit of oxidation or staling. Okay. Because that I thought I had remembered that darkening of a beer can be due to... Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it can be substantial. Got it. Uh, the Moylan's I like a lot. It's very fresh. Uh, a really nice biscuity, uh, malt character to it, but too malty, too malty, too malty for the style. Um, I like that, um, but too malty. Okay. Uh, Irish red is generally, you know, a bit less malty, less hoppy in the Murphy's. You actually get a, a, just a tad of hop character in there too. And uh, less malt. And um, the other thing that, that I don't care for about the Murphys is as it warms up, um, you know, the ale-like character that comes through is kind of a bit of a, kind of a odd alcohol note. Okay. Um, which would make me lean more towards the Moylan's, which does not exhibit that as it warms up. But, um, again, the Moylan's just a little too malty, which is, you know, not... Not a bad thing. It's just as far as style goes. Mm-hmm. As brewing quality goes, I, I'd say the Moylan's is excellent. The Murphy's, uh, you know, uh, also really well done. The Smithics, also d- well done, but showing age. Okay. So, you know, good three choices, just too malty on the Moylan's. That keeps it out of uh, contention for, for spot one for me. He went with me on this one, Tasty. Yeah, well... I I would agree. I in style, I would bring mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Moylan's off of number one and right, move right. the Murphys up. But, yeah, yeah. yeah but Murphys, I, would, I voted for what I liked the best. Of course, that was right. the maltier one. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if if you're studying for the BJCP exam, yeah, okay, that would be. Too, and uh, you know, you're tasting these things. You know, if you mm-hmm. get a fresh uh, Smithics, Smithwicks, um, or uh, fresh Murphys, you know, uh, good. Good, uh, examples, good examples, of course, uh, and they're they're fairly common. But again, you can get them where they're rounded, they're kind of you know extra caramely, kind of dull. Mm-hmm. You know that that aged character that that we were pointing out. So. Yeah, 
I'm surprised about the Murphys because I got it in the same condition from the same place at this, mm-hmm. you know, um, so both warm. And I guess that could mean that the Murphys hadn't been sitting there quite so long, or it could mean that they have some more, some better stability uh, in their process too, right? That uh, their bottling process could be a little more stable than the Smith X or. Um, I guess any number of reasons of why it well, held no up. doubt. But I'm surprised the, it held up so well. The packaging conditions matter a lot, a yeah. whole lot. Yes. Yeah. Especially Who, in beer that's going to be sitting warm on the shelf. Who has good eyesight around here? Uh, take a picture of it. None and, then, of us. Uh, and email it. it to somebody who has good eyesight. No, no, that's are you looking? Expanded. I had LASIK. Are you looking for a born-on date? Uh, I mean, young. to me, this this says like product of the Netherlands, or I, I cannot read. This. Yeah, Taylor is the only young person. That's in what here. I was thinking. Rude, a young guy in here in this room. I oh, okay, thank about. you. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, like right there, and then um, yeah, um, I was thinking also for a distributor. It should list the distributor that brought them in. Um, the Smiths is uh, Diageo. Imported by United States Beverage, Stamford, okay. Connecticut. But that's so, imported by. Oh yeah, product of the Netherlands. It does say that. So you're not, so you're not that blind. Uh, that's I've interesting. Heard Irish there. Brewed right. under the supervision of Murphy Brewery huh. from Ireland, but uh, right. brewed so, in the Netherlands. So I mean, that's again probably why it's a lager beer. Again, like we were saying, okay, um, lager brewery. But uh, yeah, in the Netherlands. Huh. There yeah. you go. And uh, different different uh, importer uh, distributor and. A lot of times, I can make all the difference in the world. Okay, you know the ones that really care for it, the ones that you know bulk ship stuff and let it sit warm. That's uh, it can be brutal. Yeah, a lot of beer. Well, I would buy this six pack again. I'm pleased with that beer. That was quite nice. I tell you, um, you know what I enjoy? Good beer festival. I hear there's a, a great one coming up. I've never been to the uh, Mammoth. Uh, Blues, blues, and brew. Yeah, it's I've heard the, really good things about it, though. Blues it's the it's the mammoth. It has three names or something because it's the mammoth blues. Uh, but then like it's most the, serial killers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, blues a palooza. Yeah, blues a palooza. Exactly. Yeah. It's the mammoth blues and brews festival, and uh, I'm going to it for the first time this year. So I'm really excited oh, about yeah? that. Uh, when is it? Uh, it is coming up here. Let me get this thing out here. Let me get all my details here. It's uh, July 30th through August 2nd. Nice. So it's a big. Festival. The Blues of Palooza part is on the is on the Saturday, uh-huh. uh, but then on Friday night you have uh, musicians and yeah. blues and all that, and that. Oh yeah, and some good players too. Trombone Shorty is headlining on the Friday night, so that's a really big deal. I'm excited mm-hmm. to go see him. But then you got Robert Cray, Johnny Lang, Robin Ford, Carolyn Wonderland, Ruthie Foster playing over this uh, over the whole period from. And I hear it's uh, a beautiful area. Mammoth Lakes, California. And so that's what I've always heard. I've been listening uh, to brewers talk about it for years Mm -hmm. and just talking about what a beautiful location and then that they get all this great music and beer. So we're going this year. We're going to shoot some video and bring Mm -hmm. the experience back. We're really excited about it. Tickets are still available at mammothbluesbrewsfest.com. Or you can even call 888-825-5484 and do it the old-fashioned way. But, yeah, up in Mammoth Lakes, California, uh, July 30th through August 2nd, we're going to be there just kind of hanging out and partying, shooting. And some video and uh and then they have tons of great craft brewers Pe- brewers it's it's like a brewer's fest that in other words the brewers go to it right not just send any lackey they used to ask us to go for like the first four years or three years and we always turned them down because we didn't have anybody to go and we didn't have beer to spare and got it 
and then, then they stopped asking. They stopped asking. <laughs> you say no so many times. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll come back and report to you, and tell right. you, but I hear nothing but good things about this fest. So go to mammothbluesbruisefest.com, get your tickets. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do this. Uh, one more break. Uh, getting there. Yeah, let's take, let's take our last break, and when we come back, I will give you my recipe for Irish Red Ale right after this. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I love a bold, hoppy beer, one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things Homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. The brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Now, Justin, have you ever made an Irish red ale? No. Uh-oh. Taylor? No. 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 Tasty? Don't believe I have. No. No. Evo? <laughs> no. No. Same old story. All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> all right. So, uh, uh, 1054 starting gravity. Finishing gravity is going to be about 1014. Uh, 25 IBU, color 17 SRM. I like my uh, Irish reds to be a little on the darker side. I like to get them, you know, 
reddish. It's kind of what I expect, like darker yeah. than any of these beers. Yeah, all these are are probably, you know, in the uh, 8 to 13 or 14, 13, 12 uh, color range, I think. So 5.2% ABV. Uh, you're going to use uh, 11, and a half, 11 and a quarter pounds of a um, British pale ale malt. Um, as your base, you're gonna you're gonna mash at 153 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, the specialty malts in there, uh, some Crystal 40. He's a a British Crystal 45 ish, mm-hmm. um, six ounces. Although you can use American too, because again, this is a a limited uh, malt character beer. Uh, crystal 120, uh, six ounces, 170 grams. Uh, roasted barley. Uh, six ounces, uh, 170 grams. That's where a lot of your colors. That's where your color is coming, coming from, right. but not color flavor, not right. crystal character. It, it does add a little bit of a dryness to the beer, but not a sweetness. Uh, no, and I, I, I think you you pick that up in the Smith Smithics as well. Um, you know the 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 bit of roast in there as well. Uh, Kent Golding for your hops. Let's say at five percent alpha acid, you're at sixty minutes. You're doing an ounce and a quarter. Uh, 35 grams. That's going to give you the 25 IBUs using Rager. Uh, yeast, uh, you could go with uh, like a Cal Ale yeast. You could go with a uh, Irish Ale yeast, uh, White Labs uh, 004 or um, 1084, the Irish Ale from um, uh, Y yeast. Those will actually ferment fairly clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do a lager yeast. You could do a lot of different yeasts on this. And I think you'll still be in style. It's uh, one of the Good beers for growing up a pitch to do like uh, something else, like a Doppelbach or something. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, you're going to ferment uh, yeah, around, uh, you know, 66, 67, uh, 19C, uh, 20C, uh, and then carbonate about two, two and a half volumes. And there you go. What was the mesh temperature? I missed that. 153 Fahrenheit. I thought it would be higher, like. Based on your finishing gravity, one fifty three uh, sixty seven uh, mm-hmm. degrees C. Um, well, your finishing gravity, you know, one fourteen. You got you got a, a fair amount of the crystal malt. If you use the uh, the Irish ale, it's not going to attenuate quite as much. Um, yeah, you know, if you if you switch over to like a you know Cal ale, you're going to get a bit more of attenuation. So we we'll start lower. Yeah, you're going to have to kind of adjust from there. Mm-hmm. I think one of the goals is to keep the uh, ABV there in that uh, you know. Five, five and a half range. Yeah, you don't want to get any higher, I don't think. Right. Just yeah, uh, you know, six is where you're going to top out. Um, but I, you know, keep it around five percent. Mm-hmm. I think is is part of part of the key to that style. Your final gravity, you said, is ten fourteen. Ten fourteen. So right at the top of the of the range there. Top of, right. I have the range here is ten mm-hmm. ten to ten fourteen. Ten ten's a big difference from ten fourteen flavor wise, isn't it? Uh, it depends. Okay. Um, you know, I think in this beer. People are expecting some bit of uh, fullness when you're entering a competition. Okay. And, you know, 10, 10 to 10, 14, not, not that big a difference. Okay. I, I think once you get down, uh, you know, in the, the real low gravities, um, it becomes a little more apparent. I see. Okay. So, yeah, you know, it's uh, ensuring that you get enough attenuation so the beer finishes dry. Yeah. Dry enough. I mean, it could have body, but, you know, dry enough. Okay. So there you go. All right. And then, like, please say, like, say, drink. 
drink. I don't know if we'll ever see John again. I hope he's I all right. He's probably fallen, uh, fallen in a hole. <laughs> he's a small guy. He, he could have gotten the uh, the bird flu. I'm just saying. It's good. Finally, after all these years, all I caught up years. with him. That's right. He's yeah. traveling a lot more now. I'll keep checking on him. I've been reading the obituaries. I haven't. I think he's haven't, all right. Haven't still. seen anything. No. Well, there you go. Yeah. Another fine show. I think uh, uh, we did as good a job as could be expected. Given, given the circumstances. The level of our inebriation. Exactly. I think uh, <laughs> really determines what's going to happen in this show. And the, the talk about toilets and all that. If you really oh, yeah. enjoy this show, um, besides seeking uh, professional help, you probably want to go over to thebrewingnetwork.com and then uh, click on that Amazon link and mm-hmm. uh, buy your, your squatty potty, buy your, your, your butt washer, buy all that. Yeah, through there, and a little slice of that goes to the uh, Brewing Network. Doesn't cost you any more. You get exactly the same pricing on Amazon, but uh, Brewing Network gets a little cut from uh, from the uh, Amazon people. Uh, books and shirts and hats and all sorts of those goodies there. You can pick those up, and every time you do, it all goes to the bottom line. Of the Brewing Network and helps keep this show on the air. Uh, check out the AHA, get a membership. Check out the Mammoth uh, Blues and Brews. Mm-hmm. Lots of good stuff. Till the next time, then. Brew strong, everybody. And often.